this Thursday, May 27th, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Today we are talking last night's USAC Sprint Show at Terre Haute. Lucas at Wheatland tonight. There are a few news items and more, so let's get going. The USAC National Sprint Cars took to the Terre Haute Action Track last night for the Tony Holman Classic, and what a wild night it turned out to be. After going quick time and qualifying, Brady Bacon went for a big ride during his heat race. Into turn one, he and Anthony D'Alessio made contact, which sent the Macho Man's car flipping wildly into the air and promptly right out of the ballpark. The car cleared the turn one wall and landed on all four wheels, with Bacon emerging from the ride okay. D'Alessio ended up turned over as well, and Nate McMillan caught the wall trying to avoid the, uh, the incident. All were okay, and D'Alessio was done for the night. The 69 team promptly rolled out their backup car with Bacon tagging the rear of the B-Main. In 12 laps, he drove from 14th to 3rd, driving for several laps with four wheels in the fluff and flying by guys on the outside. That transferred him to the night's feature, where he then drove 9th to 3rd. I don't know what's really crazier here, the initial flip or the fact that he later ended up with a podium finish. It was an absolutely incredible job by that team and Bacon to recover from a nasty wreck. The fireworks on the night, though, didn't end there. I said on the show yesterday that I thought things were shaping up nicely for Justin Grant, and I was just about right. He led the first 26 laps from the pole, but things got interesting late in the going. Inside 10 to go, Chris Windham ran Grant down from his sixth starting position, and the battle for the lead was on. Wyndham's first slider attempt didn't work, and Grant was actually able to get away from Wyndham for a few laps. But later, coming to three to go, Wyndham threw another slider into turn three, but this one didn't quite clear Grant all the way. It was the old right rear to left front contact. Grant's car actually went airborne briefly and hit the outside wall before he was able to recover while Wyndham was able to drive away. After a very late caution for a flipping Chase Johnson, Wyndham drove away on the final restart to grab his second straight Holman Classic win and third of his career. The earlier contact actually broke the ladder on Grant's car, and he fell to fifth at the end. Kyle Cummins ended up second, Bacon third, as I said, and Kevin Thomas Jr. finished fourth. Following the race, both Grant and Wyndham tweeted they were racing hard, and it sounds like they talked and things are okay between the two. I highly doubt here Wyndham made the move on purpose. I'm sure those guys have a ton of respect for each other. But don't expect them to let off the gas, especially racing for the win late in a race. When you see racing like you did last night, I'm honestly surprised these USAC divisions aren't more popular than they are. If you want action when you watch racing, these guys provide it and regularly. There's been a lot of discussion about how much or sometimes how little money they race for, including a discussion last night on Twitter, but I feel like that shouldn't change the perspective of the fans. Good racing is good racing regardless. And as a bonus, you have accessible guys with personalities running these series. Grant is on his Twitter account regularly posting reactions and his thoughts and doesn't hold back. My fandom of this type of racing continues to grow, and I hope you aren't missing out on the great shows we continue to see. Leaving the night, Brady Bacon maintains the series points lead over Justin Grant, KTJ, Robert Ballou, and Chris Windham. The sprint cars are back in a few weeks for the three-race Eastern Storm Swing. Looking towards tonight, uh, Terre Haute, the, uh, at Terre Haute, the USAC Silver Crown Series opens their 2021 season with the Sumar Classic. 32 cars are on the entry list for the 100-lap feature that will start 24 cars, with the winner taking home $8,000. Only five Silver Crown races were contested in 2020 with Shane Cottle, Cody Swanson, Tanner Swanson, and Kyle Larson picking up the wins. 
Tonight's field is a who's who of USAC competition and includes Chase Stockin, Jason McDougall, Tyler Courtney, Logan Seavey, KTJ, CJ Leary, Bacon, Jerry Coons Jr., Baloo, Kyle Cummins, Grant, Wyndham, and plenty more. Grant is actually the most recent series winner at Terre Haute back in 2018. Other past winners include Shane Cockrum, Leary, and Wyndham. This is the second of three nights of racing at the action track with the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series on tap for tomorrow. If you can't be at Terre Haute tonight, watch the action live on Flow Racing. Over to Dirt Late Models, a big weekend is on tap for the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series and the Show Me 100 weekend, and racing gets underway tonight. We get a full program tonight at Lucas Oil Speedway, uh, including or concluding with a 45-lap, 6,000-to-win feature. We get another six grand to win show tomorrow before the big 100-lapper on Saturday night that pays 30K to win. Peyton Looney won the Show Me 100 in 2020, leading 87 laps and topping Kyle Strickler and Shannon Buckingham. Chris Ferguson was also a winner at Wheatland in 2020. Mike Marler is the most recent series winner back last weekend, while Tim McCready enters as the points leader over Hudson O'Neill, Jonathan Davenport, Tyler Erb, and Ricky Thornton Jr. Even though he pulled off at 300 Raceway last weekend and finished 11th, Davenport is the hottest driver with Lucas as his average finish over the previous five races is a series best 3.8. But McCready has been very good lately as well with a current streak of 11 straight top 10 runs. Looking at some possible winners for tonight, it's hard to get a really good gauge on who we should be watching out for. We've had 12 different winners in 15 races so far this season. And like we saw last season, anyone can win at Wheatland. I'm sure Davenport McCready will be in the mix, but I wouldn't be surprised if a guy like Billy Moyer Jr. was up there. And Bobby Pierce is a past event winner who comes into the weekend hot. The Outlaws are off, and with big money on the line, you know there will be a good field. This thing feels really wide open. Drop me a comment below and let me know who you are picking for this weekend. If you can't be at Lucas Oil Speedway, MAV TV Plus has live coverage all weekend. Another race that is on the docket for tonight is the Fast Series KC Classic at Atomic Speedway in Ohio. This is a winged 410 race. I wouldn't sleep on this race. It's going to pay $20,000 to the winner and the entry list looks like it will be stacked. Rico Abreu will be there, as will Cal Conley, Jack Huddenshield, Brandon Wimmer, Hunter Schoenberg. We might even see a Kyle Larson appearance. If you aren't into the crown cars at Terre Haute or Lucas Light Models, Flow Racing will have this show live. At Millbridge Speedway last night the um, for the uh, Patriot Showdown, I believe, Patriot Shootout, uh, North Carolina teenager, uh, teenager Neil Allison picked up the $1,000-600 non-wing win with Dylan Welch finishing second in Chase Briscoe's car. Buddy Kofoid was third, driving for Christopher Bell. Ethan Burdett was fourth and Tim Nye fifth. It was another wild race with young Gavin Beauchelle leading much of the feature before retiring late with mechanical issues. You can watch the replay on the Swindell Speed Lab YouTube channel. There's also a few news items to cover off on today. So first up, the Flow Racing Night in America Late Model Series announced a couple of schedule changes yesterday. First up, the race at 411 Motor Speedway that was postponed to September 23rd has now been moved to October 12th to avoid a scheduling conflict. That race is a 20,000 to win show. Also, the Marshalltown race that was recently lost to rain will not be made up as no suitable date could be found. In its place, the series will race at Farmer City on September 21st for 10K to win. Four events are currently complete for the Flow Late Models with Jonathan Davenport leading the standings. For more, visit flowracing.com. 
In a post to their Facebook page last night, Pennsylvania Sprint Car Team Barshinger Racing announced they have parted ways with driver Jeff Halligan. Halligan hasn't been with the team long as he replaced Kerry Madsen, who departed the team back only a few weeks ago. The team will not be in action this weekend when the All-Stars come to, uh, to Pennsylvania. There's no word yet on who will replace Halligan. Later today, I've got a new Conversations episode to rela uh, release. I spoke yesterday with Ohio Sprint Car racer Brian Smith, who's been a fixture at Fremont for many years with his 2 plus 410 car. If you have time today, I highly recommend checking this one out. Brian is a super straightforward guy. He talks about the challenges he faces as a weekly racer on a budget. We talked about his full-time season with the All-Stars in 1998. Rick Ferkel talking Ted Johnson into letting Brian race with the Outlaws at Eldora in 1985 his post-race tradition of freezer pops and Hot Wheels cars for the kids, and a bunch more. As usual, it will be available in the podcast feed and the YouTube channel. Please, please check this one out. You will not be disappointed. There are eight shows on the streaming schedule for today. Fast 4 has the non-wing world championship from Circus City. Flow Racing has the Silver Crown opener at Terre Haute, those fast sprint cars at Atomic, and weekly action from Kosuth County. MAP-TV Plus has the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series at Wheatland, and Speed Sport has a pair of shows from Grand Rapids and Grayson County. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Thursday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily where you get podcasts plus YouTube and Facebook. If you like what I'm doing, please subscribe and leave a review. You can follow Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Dirt Tracker. And you can check out the website for all kinds of cool dirt racing stuff by visiting dirttracker.com. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.